We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, I'm Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Uh, today we welcome Emily Hubbard to Business Matters. Emily, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Emily is a marketing manager at Chances Kelowna, Chances Casino Kelowna. I even asked you before this <laughs> how I should pronounce it and then I still messed it up. Chances <laughs> Casino uh, <laughs> So thanks for joining. So uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk about today because I know you guys have gone through a lot over the last few years <laughs> with yes. the pandemic. So I want to start with sort of, like I said, you guys went through a lot given sort of the closures. There's been a lot of changes happening at Chances. We're going to get into that as well. But curious, how are things going today? Like, so if you take a snapshot of today, like I know we're not back to normal, but how are things looking? How are things going for you guys today? You know, yeah, we're not back to normal, but we are having a good time around chances with the changes that have taken place which we will like you said we'll talk about after but businesses a usual sense of the word since july and having been open now for about six months we've found a rhythm and we have patrons coming in and participating in promotions and we have our restaurant mostly back to full uh swing of things five days a week and so it's going good you guys are at 50% capacity. Is that the, the regulations right now? Yes, we are at 50% capacity, which is 303 people. And we have just over 300 slot machines and 100 seats in our restaurant. So actually, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So you guys were one of the verticals that were hit really hard at the start of the pandemic because you, you probably were staring out the window and seeing everybody opening somewhat and you guys are still closed. So how long were you guys shut down for? Do you know? 16 months. Wow. So what, how did you cope through that time? And I think you and I have chatted about that be this before, like what happened during the 16 months? How did you keep yourself engaged? Like what, what happened in the building? Can you talk a little bit about sort of, it, it must've not been an easy 16 months for the team or for Stan management as well. Right. So. Yeah. And there, there's a, a varying degree of, um, the experiences that people had obviously you have stan's level he's the owner this is his you know baby he's been with bingo for 30 plus years and then the casino itself um we were on the verge of just getting the table games to go live and and it, so it there's that level of it then you had your department managers who uh we stayed on as a team yeah. with really helped for when we were eventually able to reopen. We were still a pretty cohesive unit. And I think that that aided in our success coming back. Um, and then you had 150 employees who were laid off and not able to work and be in this environment and interact with the patrons. Um, so it was a very long 16 months to say the very least, but I think the department managers staying as that one unit and we communicated um, we found ways to give back to the community 
throughout the closure with the food bank and the share society, which is totally chances MO. Um, so things like that kept us engaged. How about yourself? How did you find 16 months of, I, I know you were sort of still in and not like, how did you keep your, your mind going and engaged in, in th through that time? Or did you just kind of like take it as the days came? It was a lot of that. Like there were a lot of, um, you know, we had a meeting, a weekly meeting with BCLC, uh, which always once a week we were in the flow of staying in the casino right. mindset, right? So that kept you there. We met bi-weekly as a team. Um, that was good. And then um, when we decided to put bingo on pause and utilize that space to extend our slot floor and socially distance the machines, Stan had a lot of the team members come and actually build the floor that the machines are on. So um, for myself, I wasn't overly a part of that because I was able to work from home given that I'm marketing, but I'd go through archive photos and like check out when Stan opened up the casino floor and different things like that. It would keep me engaged in chances. And then the rest was just, yeah, take it day by day. Yeah. So when you guys 16 months go by, a lot of changes. We'll talk about those doors open again. When I walk through the building, um, it's the same chances. Like I get the same feeling, but it's different in there, right? There's a lot of different changes. Can you speak about some of the different things that you're going to see if you haven't been there, if we haven't been to chances in a bit and in what, you know, through that six months, 16 months, what you guys did? Yeah. So the biggest change is that we don't have our bingo hall in there. I think a lot of people know that bingo has been put on pause, but what they don't understand is that we ended up utilizing that space to socially distance our slot machines. So a lot of people still picture that big bingo hall in our one entrance, but we only have the one entrance. And when you walk in, you're greeted with a lot of color and it's more casino atmosphere. It kind of gives that like entrance vibe. Um, and then most notable, we have our table games department now open on the second floor of Chances, which has been very successful over the last few months that it's been in operation. And yeah, just. So are the table games, are, are, I think you had talked about that they're, I don't want to say limited hours, but they're different hours than the casino itself. Is that is that correct? Yeah, so we're actually only operating the table games from 5.30 until close. So it's an evening okay. um, operation. Okay. And hopeful in the next few months to like expand those hours. Okay. So. Right, Wait, waiting with some of the restrictions hopefully coming off, hopefully. Yeah. So how is the introduction, I'm curious of like table games, cause you know, you, you've been at Chances for uh, a little bit now, right? So Five years. Five years, so you you know you you were there with Bingo, and and now like you said with with Bingo on pause. How has the introduction of maybe table games changed the makeup of chances and difference? Like I said, when I walk in, you kind of get you still have that same feeling. Like I, I mean, it, at the core of what chances, I kind of get that same feeling. But I'm just curious, has it changed a lot for you guys on a day to day basis? Um, no, I mean, I think you're right. You still feel chances very much like the presence of what this building offers that community that entertainment uh fun atmosphere it hasn't changed it too much i think we're still feeling the restrictions that's what causes that feeling of something is different than what it used to be right 
but the addition of the table games just adds an extra level of excitement, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm curious, actually, has it changed the people you're seeing? Like from, if you put- Oh, yeah. Right on, so demographically, because obviously when right or wrong, and I think it's wrong that when people think bingo, you're thinking like, you know, older people there, but it wasn't, right? I mean, I know you guys were even trying to attract and you were attracting like a younger demographic to come play bingo and so forth. So um, what, are we, what are you seeing now, like demographically and makeup, if you walk, people are walking through the casino when it's quote unquote busy, half busy, um, who, who are you seeing in there? You know what, that was a really big difference. Uh, even before we opened table games, right when we reopened, it was a very, it was a lot younger um, we were not used to seeing that because, yes, we're, you're not alone in thinking that bingo is an older demographic. Um, and the core of our players were the older demographic. So we were used to seeing that. And then we saw that shift when we reopened and we only had at the time slots to offer. Um, and now with table games, yeah, it's a younger male demographic coming in, playing cards and really just enjoying that environment. And yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Are, are you, are you got, you mentioned promotion. So given the restrictions, are you able to, or any events that you, cause I, you know, I know that that's one thing chances do is like a lot of events and, and engage with their customers and so forth. Are, are all those on pause and uh, are, are you able to run events? And I'm curious, even just rewind a few weeks, like what did New Year's look like for you guys as well? Cause I know that's a big thing typically right every year so. Yeah, so we, we went full steam ahead with a New Year's plan. We had, um, we knew it was going to be different and that's fine. It was, what can we do with what we have to offer? And we planned for a few months, a few weeks, and then the restrictions came down on, I think it was like the 21st of December. And it was just quick pivot. Uh, we had the restaurant sold out for Funday Friday bingo program that had to get canceled we had the slot tournament that got canceled so it was like oh no there's all our hard work just kind of falling yeah. by the side but nothing that we could do to change that um otherwise we still have promotions going on and that was different because we had to be careful with we can't draw too many people to the building we used to do a lot of like be here at six o'clock and you have a chance to win $2,000, which would bring in a crowd of like 400 people. We, that's no longer something, that's something of the past. So we pivoted our promotions and keep them machine-based or seated. So like hot seat draws, we still have monthly promotions going on and we utilize our email service to send offers and tell them come in and spread out when they can come in and repeat. Right. So it's not driving a whole bunch of people on one specific day. And that was different, but there's definitely always something happening. What's well, interesting, because I, I think I saw, I've been seeing the, um, the ride and play promotion you guys have with current tax. And I thought that's unique. So I, is there anything else that sort of, or do you can even expand on that one? Is there any sort of new promotions that you've launched in the new year that, that you know, maybe people aren't aware of? Yeah, the ride and play, that's a good one. We partnered with current taxi. We thought that's a win-win people can come to the casino and then they pay for their cab fare and then we'll give it back to you in free slot play. Uh, and then you can enjoy if you drink, yeah. whatever the case may be, or you might not drive anyways. And you might have been taking current taxis this whole time to chances. So yeah, re rewarding that. Um, 
that's something that we want to do more of into 2022 is look at partnering with the local businesses around town and say, hey, if you're in the entertainment world, we're also in the entertainment world. And how can we work to create a package for our players, but your customers? And um, the ride and play is kind of a first step that you can offer the vehicle service to get to the place where they're going to play. And yeah. What's well, interesting, because I think you, you've touched on a few times, like the word entertainment, and you've mentioned food and drink. And I think a lot, maybe some people don't know, like it's, it's not just going to play slots, like it's truly entertainment. I think, you know, there's long shots lounge, you can come for lunch, dinner, drinks. And I, I admittedly, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a big gambler, but I love being at casinos, like go to River Rock or you know, wherever, like I can, I love the atmosphere and you, you guys, you know, when you could, I know you had entertainment, bands playing and stuff. So can you speak around sort of that, what truly, what really makes chances, chances? It's not, it's not the slot machine and it's not the table game. It's all of it, right? So. That's right. Yeah, we are the all-encompassing entertainment house. Yeah. Um, really what makes chances, chances is the people. It's like, it's our staff members that we really do pride ourselves on it. And I think the patrons can see that too, because even after a 16 month long closure, when they came back, the same faces greeted them at the door. Like that's normal. Yeah. 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 And so, but it is, it's not just coming in and playing or you hear the word casino and you almost have like preconceived right. ideas of what that means. Right. And, but at chances we're like a mom and pop community, <laughs> you know, it's, it, that is our environment and that's what we provide to the players. And um, so when we can, we like to add to that and have bands and have music playing out on the floor. And yeah, with the events that we used to do, we we always have some type of live entertainment or have a comedian or a magician or something, an extra level of fun at chances. So, yeah. Awesome. So I, I want to switch a little bit of focus and learn a little bit about what you do there. Your, your, your title's marketing manager. So what does that role entail for you? What, what sort of, I don't want to say day-to-day because I'm sure day-to-day is, every day is different, but <laughs> what are some of the sort of, what's the role you play within sort of the team? So as the marketing manager, I have a promotions coordinator. Well, he's a, I think his title is guest service supervisor, guest service promotion supervisor. So he helps me plan the promotions. And then we have our content creator who does all of our advertising. So my days are usually spent thinking about two to three months or if not further into the future and what we have going on and what those things will look like. And then I get Lindsay to make them come to life. Uh, And then I focus on sponsorship, how we're involved in the community, um, how we build in table games into what we used to do or what kind of yeah promotions we're going to have on the slot floor so there's lots of different avenues of marketing it's not just one particular line there's right a bunch of different roads you kind of travel down so what what attracted you to marketing if you kind of go back a little bit so what attracted you right like what when did you know that like marketing was your thing like what, what, how did that transpire Specifically, I was in business school in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and I was sitting in the back of my classroom. I was in an HR class at the time, and I put deodorant on, and my instructor was like, oh, girl, you have no shame. 
you <laughs> and that's when I was like okay <laughs> um, Hilarious. yeah so I guess I just have always had a personality to kind of put myself out there not take myself too seriously um but I love psychology I like thinking about the players I like I'm very empathetic so I can put myself in other people's shoes so then I think it was around that time where I realized yeah I, I kind of fit that role I can do the moving parts and I can create an experience that maybe I wouldn't enjoy but I can see how somebody else would enjoy it so you're sitting in the class in Moose Jaw then what like so did you switch programs like did you did you go did you go into more of a marketing specific program or did you kind of see the business side through how to, like what happened after that yeah so it was a business certificate program that I was oh. in and they taught you the different uh areas of business and then my second year was going into marketing and then through there we were I was one of the first classes to get uh to be a part of a co-op opportunity so then I got actually hired at a casino casino Regina through that co-op learning experience and then doing was more fun than learning and I stayed at the casino for three years four years um, learning the role, but I didn't finish my education. And so then I was like, oh, I, and I was very heavily in promotions and right. uh, very focused on promotions and special events at Casino Regina. And then I heard about the event school here in Kelowna and thought, mm, okay, I can tie my experience in with what I like. This is where, what I love to do. And I can go and learn this specific and finish my education. And so that kind of, that's what brought me up to Kelowna and kept me engaged in marketing. So it's interesting because I was looking at your, and, and, and maybe not everything's on your LinkedIn profile, but you, you're, you've been, you know, pretty much in the casino world when it, for your career, right? I think, you know, I think you had a little bit of a stint at Alinery, Vision Hill. Yeah. But what is it about sort of casino, the casino world and vertical that appeals to you? Like, well, it, because there's, you know, in marketing, there's lots of options. Obviously, there's not not in every market, but, but right. what, appeal, what appeals to you in the for the casino side? Definitely the amount of fun that I get to have or create in this role. So that's what tied me in at Casino Regina. I was doing larger type of promotions and big splashy events, and that was extremely exciting um, to me. I'm, I've always been a fun person, so it was it was kind of an easy transition to then make that my career. And a casino really offers the ability to to have like the sky be the limit when you think about having fun and how to give back and how to um, yeah how to add on to somebody's experience that they're having. So I think that that's why I've always stuck to the casino world. It, it's entertaining. I said that word probably. People yeah. <laughs> of this. Every time I say entertaining, they can drink, but it's, right? It, you know, I, I think the other side, you, you, it's, it's, you've said the word community a lot too, right? And I know that that's really important to chances as well. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's always been important, but it was interesting because I was thinking it might've been harder for you guys to be involved in the community because so many events have been canceled. Like it just, you know, I think some of them are starting to come back. So I'm curious how you, you guys have been able through this time to be able to continue sort of that, that supporting the community in 
you've mentioned, I think one or two, but you know, are, are there specific causes that are a little bit more near and dear to you guys? And how does that work for you guys when, as you're going through it? Because I know at the, really at the core community is, is what made, you know, chances, chances when it first launched way back when it was, you know, was a community gaming center, right? So. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing, I think we try to spread the wealth when it yeah. comes to chances. We used to, when we had Funday Friday, there was a lot of um, charitable aspect there. Different organizations would come and host a fundraiser and they'd be able to give back. That wasn't necessarily us deciding who came in and or who we um, donated to, but um, since we've reopened, we're just trying to find unique ways to give back and like a we're working on something for a food delivery not necessarily meals on wheels but something along those lines where we make the food and we register for people to get a meal and then we can go and deliver them and they don't have to leave their home and it's done in a safe way so that's it's a way that we can continue to be present in our community but not at these larger events because we used to do parks alive and right things like that um there's nothing yeah i'm trying to think we've given to colonial gospel mission valentine's day is coming up and we used to go and hand out roses on the streets of Kelowna or go down and serve a meal at colonial gospel mission so right. um those were good team building exercises yeah. for us as well to like get together outside of chances and to give back it just like added a little special feel to an already special day, Valentine's Day, but nothing specific. We try to give out to as many as we possibly can or align a promotion where we can bring in in in-kind donations in exchange for free play and then offer a monetary um, donation at the same time. That's fair. So I do have a couple other questions, but I I warned you that you're the guinea pig. We're we're going to try something new today we're gonna we're gonna we want to learn a little bit about you um so we're gonna play a game of would you rather so i have 10 questions for you and you got to pick which one you would rather do so we're gonna get to know you a little bit so starting off would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be tw- 20 minutes early 20 minutes early yeah okay <laughs> that's good <laughs> i want uh, to be i can't say i would be <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go but you'd want to be so would you rather have all traffic lights your approach be green or never have to stand in line again uh green lights baby yeah <laughs> would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard sing along you're a karaoke person grab a mic not a karaoke <laughs> <laughs> not karaoke I'm awful at karaoke but I love singing I do sing along to every song so that's not a far stretch so we're going to see you on stage one day at chances like <laughs> if they would let me I would <laughs> um, would you rather be a character in the last movie you saw or a character in the last book you read character in a movie what did you what was the last movie you watched I watched Richard Jewell oh, okay yeah yeah yeah, it, the, um, it was a true story. So then that was that was kind of cool. Um, would you rather have a successful podcast or a successful YouTube channel? Podcast. Would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon for the rest of your life or only be able to use a spoon or no fork for the rest of your life? Spoon. 
Oh, interesting. Interesting. We, have, we were talking about this last week and we both picked Fork, so it's interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather be a famous director or a famous actor or actress? Famous director. You want to be behind the scenes or? Yeah. Got it. Would you rather live in a cave or live in a tree house? Tree house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or be able to read people's minds? Teleport. Yeah, that'd be fun. And last one, would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? Ooh, fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so much fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks for playing along. <laughs> that was so much fun. I like keep, that. Maybe we'll do a whole session of just like, 100 questions of would you rather uh, <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> so a couple more questions i did have though is one of the trends we're seeing sort of in right now is like lots of online betting like i, I know that's one thing i i think you know you can either you can even even do live betting during games now like literally if something happens during the game the bets will change. You can bet like it's just crazy the stuff you're doing. So, do you feel like? And I know it's just your opinion. Who no one knows what sort of the future holds. But do you feel that potentially has a negative or positive effect of people coming into establishments like casinos or uh, like chances? Or is there an opportunity? Is there something going on in the back end we're not aware of that where you can marry potentially the two of them? Or, or you know, I, I was even thinking this morning of you know maybe it drives people to watch. Because it's one thing we didn't talk about. We can go watch a game at chances if you want to go watch football on Sunday, if you want to go watch whatever it be as well. So what? how do you think this is going to affect physical casinos with online betting? Yeah, that is a great question. It's, I think you kind of touched on it where you can come down to the casino and watch a game. It's, we can add on to the experience. So it would depend if you want to be somebody who sits at home and you've got your different screens up and you're betting live and you're in the comfort there and you're in your sweatpants and on your own couch, then we're probably never going to get you to come down because you've already built that behavior. But for the new bettors and the people who are just kind of getting used to what that even looks like, we can provide, um, added benefits to coming down to a casino you can have we can have promotions on top of that we can have great food and beverage offerings on top of that and it ties back into the all-encompassing entertainment so I think that there's an opportunity to get people into the facility and get them betting we have the ability to help train people on how to bet um, right. that were to be something that we brought into our facility um, betting online has been around for a while it's just now legal so <laughs> it's uh i think we have good opportunity if that was something that came down the pipe that we'd be able to build that inside of our facility and we did have horse racing i was gonna say is there still horse racing or not or is that gone too or do you still do that? yeah it's not on right now it was kind of okay. the thing it's people who gather together to like watch the race it was mm -hmm. tight knit of a space for right, them. so right. that was also put on pause we hope to bring that back someday. Um, and, but that already kind of existed in our. Right. And that yeah. was, that was fun. Like I said, I'm not a huge gambler, but like going, even just watching people betting on horses and excitement and how in they get to it. And it's, it, it adds, I mean, it's just, inter that's entertainment in itself. Just, yeah. but yeah, I think that, I mean, I think there's, there's different, I would assume, you know, 
there's different types of betters. There's the people that are, like you said, they're going to be at home and that's just, that's just their MO. That's what they're going to do. But the other side is the entertainment side where you, uh, you know, I'm not a huge, I don't follow sports like religiously, but you know, if, if, if you got a little bit of skin in the game, even if it's a few bucks, it kind of makes it interesting. So it almost like now, now there's some, uh, a different level of excitement in, in, into it, right. Rather. So, so it goes back to what you said, entertainment is really what it comes down to, right? Yeah, definitely. So last question is, we're, we're gonna go five years down the road. What's in store for chances? Is there, is there other plans for expansion? Is there anything you can speak of that you- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, what can I say? Yeah, anything new and exciting that that is going to be happening or is there, you know what, enough changes, we're gonna kind of be status quo for a while and see how this plays out. That's the- benefit of working in the casino industry it is ever evolving and always changing they're constantly looking for new ways to engage players um so five years down the road who knows i know that they a lot of our vendors uh are creating like virtual gaming experience the oculus and <laughs> yeah so it's like i i could see that potential five years i i would not be shocked if we had a whole bank of virtual slot machines where you put on your goggles and you're like grabbing coins or something i have no idea i've never played one but i can see that that might be something um there's stadium gaming which is where it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's basically like an auditorium and everybody kind of sits and has their own little betting terminal. So there's all these things that do exist out there in the gaming casino industry. It's whether or not we can bring them and provide them to our, you know, to Kelowna and to this landmark district. And, um, but I, I would bet <laughs> that we'll see a lot of good, fun, exciting gaming coming to chances in the next five years for sure. You're going to have to open a casino in the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Get them on there. Yeah. Emily, thanks so much for joining us today. It was really fun. Kind of, I know you guys have been through a lot of changes in a lot. Like, like I said, I, I think that's, you know, you're definitely one of the verticals that was at heart and having to scare up your window and watch people open as, as you weren't allowed to open. So it, it's, it's great to hear that you're somewhat back on track like it, yeah. it's not there yet but at least you're you're open people can come there's lots of changes uh and back to the word like you said entertainment and fun like that's really you know and, and i think that's what people need to realize it's not you don't have to be a big gambler just you know if you're just looking for a fun night out with the guys the girls friends couple whatever you can head over to chances and do that yeah exactly you nailed it and that's just ask for emily yeah exactly <laughs> I'll meet them with the microphone singing. Yeah, the there you go. You'll be the one karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much for the opportunity to, to chat and tell you a little bit more about us. And yeah. No problem. Thank you for joining us today. And everybody else have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning into Business Matters. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.